Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Man, it is absolutely incredible. It is Sunday. We're getting so close to the draft. I'm getting a little nervous, but excited at the same time. And I could not, I don't want to be anywhere else, but talking some football today with all of you guys. Just want to say shout out to the Countdown crew. I love it. Faithful from birth. Yes, I finally made it. LOL. Glad that you joined um, our live broadcast. It's going to be fun. And basically, here's the issue and what I'm wanting to do today. I am wanting to cover a little bit of a different approach to going through some of these draft picks. I picked one of my favorite prospects, offense, where this is an offensive episode where we're just going to talk about my favorite in each round. And it's not necessarily my highest ranked offensive player. That's not what we're doing here. Just one of those guys that, you know, maybe it's the metrics that pushing them down or the production or the scheme fit or there's something there. Injury history, don't care. This is just one of those players that I can't stop rooting for. That wherever he goes, I'm going to be following this guy for a long time. You know, you get attached to these players. And you, you dive into their family history, their high school transcripts, whatever you can find, what they major in. And, you know, all this to say, I finally this morning put the finishes t- fishing touches on my draft book and big board. They are out. This is, I have this date circled on my calendar um, every year. And it's a big one because, you know, after several hundred hours of film and just diving in through it, did over 100 prospects this year. 
months and months of work, hundreds of hours of film, as I said, and on every single person we ranked, watched a minimum of two full game tapes, not highlights. Uh, highlights, th those are lies. <laughs> highlights will tell you. Uh, I, I, I say this on a lot of other podcasts. You know, this is one of my draft axioms for sure. If you watch a player's highlights, you're going to understand the ceiling. It's equivalent to reading a dating profile that a person set them up about themselves. It's not really who they are. It's who they want to be, and maybe they will become that, but odds are that's not true. But whenever you watch the game tape, whenever you watch the All-22 and the end zone view, the coach's film, you it's like interviewing that person's ex not only their ex all their exes you get the <laughs> you get the dirty stuff <laughs> that you don't want to know perhaps that that person doesn't want to share with you and so as you go through again over 100 prospects at least two games you know a lot of the quarterbacks i usually i do more prospects than i did this year but when the 49ers jumped from 12 to 3 i had to go back and spend so much time on those three quarterbacks and just re-diving into the film. And I, I think it was definitely worth it. I absolutely loved it. But it, it definitely knocked off some of the prospects. And again, this is a little bit of a 49er-specific draft book. You know, I don't go into a lot of positions that I don't think the 49ers are going to target. Uh, linebacker safety, for example. I just I, I don't see the 49ers going after those positions at all. Um, it's It's just there's too much depth there. And so I tried to focus a lot on wide receiver, uh, cornerback, quarterback, um, offensive lineman, especially interior, spots like that edge, guys. I think that's what that's going to be. So if you want access to this, a several, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. Um, again, for every single player, draft profile, advanced stats, PFF grades, pro day numbers, coaching notes, scheme fits, player comps background on their family, what they studied, track times in high school, basketball stats in high school, all these different things on every player. There's only one place to get it. I used to sell it for like 20 bucks, whatever else. I don't want to do that. I said, if people are on my Patreon and they support this podcast, they get it. That's it. It's, it's not an extra fee. It's not an extra charge. Nope. This is a way of me saying thank you to the people that support this podcast. And it has been absolutely incredible. So if you want access to this, all you got to do, head over to patreon.com, uh, 49ers Rush Podcast, and you can join the Frank Gore or Jerry Rice tier. You get access. You can download it if you just want the draft book. And I included a horizontal wars uh, kind of draft war room big board where it just shows you all the first round draft picks horizontally on Excel spreadsheet, all the second round. And then I'll obviously have a big board where I ranked every player one through whatever that's there as well. So if you're one of those people that's just like, oh, I'm not into watching film. That's not my thing. Head over there, sign up eight bucks, download it, cancel your membership. You got what you want. You can move on. Plus that does support the podcast and it helps every little bit helps for sure. So that's an option for you. You can cancel at any time on Patreon. So if you sign up and you're like, ooh, this is trash, and nobody's said that, most everybody that signs up stays. But if that is you, that's cool. That's fine. Go download the draft book, the big board, all that stuff. And then the best thing about it is this, <laughs> especially if you listen to this podcast, you can hold this over my head forever. I, I tell all my friends, NFL teams can get by because nobody sees their big board. Nobody knows what they ranked past players. So whenever a player busts, they'd be like, they don't, it doesn't matter. But whenever you put your stuff out there in the public and everybody can see it, man, I get held accountable and I like it. You know, usually people miss on 
of their draft prospects. Uh, you know, that's just what it is. It's 50% hit rate. But I, I bring it, man. I, I, I'm not one of those people that wants to hide and act like I'm always right. Hell no, I'm not. Uh, it's just not what it is. Speaking of not always right, Neo, he says, did you see that Lombardi interview? I saw the Lombardi interview. Um, let me just say this. I, I don't put a lot into Michael Lombardi. I really, really don't. Um, and I don't really put a lot into a lot of the kind of national media people, even if they have experience. Is there some things that you can learn from them? Yes, there is. Bill Polian, for example, he has a podcast. I listen to it almost all the time. I think his evaluation of players, his condescending tone, um, the, the way that he just dismisses so many people that disagree with him is absolute garbage. However, I love his podcast. I don't think he's a good person, but I love his podcast because it kind of gives you a peek behind the screen of what it was like in so many different NFL franchises, the, his relationships with uh, you know players, coaches, scouts, GMs, and stuff like that. So there's something that you can take from people you disagree and it's okay to disagree. You don't have to hate that person. One of the worst things, and this happens every year as you get closer and closer to the draft, is I want player A. Somebody else puts a, a thing up on player B. <laughs> Everybody says, player B sucks. I hate you. Why isn't it player A? You are an idiot. I just don't see that. It, like That is not the way to handle things. Case in point, I put a poll up, and I, liked, uh, I thought this was a really good poll. I asked, 49ers are on board, are on the board at pick 43. Let's throw trades out. Who are you taking? I gave four players, and I think they're four good fits. Edge, Ronnie Perkins out of Oklahoma, really high on. Running back, Travis Etienne. I think he'll, I don't think he'll be there at 43, but I just wanted to see. Cornerback, Elijah Molden, and interior offensive lineman, Quinn Miners from Wisconsin Whitewater. And so I, I gave you four options, and be, I, my whole goal was, trying to see positions if they would take a lesser player at a more prominent position. So Elijah Molden won this with 47.7%. Um, Having said that, Elijah Molden is further down my big board than all those other players. I like Elijah. I think that he's very clean. I think that he can only play in the slot. But he was the lowest ranked, again, on my big board out of those three players. But everybody wants a corner. But in the comments, people can't vote on those. Oh, should totally be this player. Should totally be this player. And it's like, well, we're trying to do something here. So having said all these things, let me just throw this out there. And you can do with this what you will. It's fine to disagree. You're going to get a lot out of it. And learn from other people's perspectives, just like Michael Lombardi interview. But <laughs> there's a lot not to take away. I disagree with that guy on a lot. He has no ties to the 49ers. Um, he's basing that off of what he's hearing from other teams. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, from Amon, what's up, John? If we draft Mac Jones, we need to take a group periscope tequila shot. We're going to have to take a couple, my friend. And Amon, let me say this. We will be live for the first and second day of the NFL draft right here on YouTube Periscope. Uh, so join us. We're going to be giving away multiple jerseys, um, 49er-centric draft coverage. If you hadn't hit, if you have not hit subscribe, you need to do that. And for my people that you know, you are the ones that listen just through podcast format only. I'm going to need a favor. <laughs> I need you to head over to YouTube. Just type in 49ers Rush or John Chapman. Uh, it'll pull up and hit subscribe. You need to join us live. 
Have your ESPN, NFL Network, whatever on, but come join us because, and you can, we don't have commercials. <laughs> We're going to be going nonstop. We've got film cutups that you guys know me. I'm the film guy. I've got them all for as many players as I possibly can in the first and second round. We're going to be breaking down film. And again, it's going to be 49er specific coverage. So you can jump back and forth between us and Mel Kuyper or Daniel Jeremiah or whatever. You got to join us. It's going to be the best thing that this podcast has ever done. Uh, so come check us out. I, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I really don't think it's going to be Mac Jones. I just don't. Um, I, I think <laughs> Is there a possibility? Yes, it just doesn't make sense. And again, you head over to the betting sites, which we're going to talk about later. I got some betting specials for you today, baby. I've been waiting on these. You head over to the bad insights. They don't believe it's Mac Jones. So <laughs> you, you take that for what you will. You know what? Let, let's let's do this now. Why not? Let, let's, uh, let's talk about this because this is key. Let's hear a word from our sponsor, MyBookie, baby. They are back. Guys, our sponsors from MyBookie are back. They are the absolute best and have been one of the people that have been with us, companies that have been with us since the start. These guys are incredible. Bet on anything, anywhere, anytime. And the best part about mybookie.ag is this. Your first deposit up to $1,000. They match half. So if you bet, put $1,000 to get started, they're going to give you 500 bucks to bet with just for free. Now, rollovers do apply. And if you have questions on that, go ahead and call their customer service, which is top-notch. This is not one of those sites that you need to be worried about whatsoever. We've been with them for three years. You bet, you win, you get paid. It's so simple. And here's the deal with the draft so close. There are so many draft props to bet on. You think you know who the 49ers are picking number three? Go make some money on that. You think for sure so many cornerbacks are going to go in the first round? Guess what? There's a prop for that as well. They have so many countless props. You can bet sportsbook, live betting, casino, racing, you name it. They got it. It's a trusted site. Love it. Head over there, mybookie.ag, and when you use promo code 49ers, they match half of your first deposit all the way up to thirty, uh, all the way up to a thousand dollars. These guys are the best. MyBookie.ag. All right, so here is where MyBookie. This is based on the third overall pick. Now, this is important because it's based on the third overall pick, not the 49ers at third. So, if the 49ers trade out, which I don't think they'll do, but it's who goes third. These are the odds. Justin Fields is minus three hundred. Minus 300. To put this into context, if you put $10 down, and you can multiply this however you want. If you put $10 down on Justin Fields, you went back $3. <laughs> like, so my bookie and the Vegas people, which are a lot of smart people, they're, they're not out and losing money. They're saying that it's going to be Justin Fields. Mac Jones is second. You put down 10, you went 11 back. Trey Lance plus 400, put down 10, went 40. Um, so you can just look at kind of what they have. Now, I don't think, you know, if you want to jump in on that and you want to put your money on those things, that's fine. These are two bets that I really, really like, uh, that I think are just shoe wins and safe bets. Number one is, again, all these are over on mybookie.ag. Trey Lance goes under pick six and a half. So Trey Lance is drafted one through six. That's what the bet is. It's minus 120. So if you bet 10, you win $8. Um, and again, you can go up very, I love that bet. Trey Lance is going. I, I don't care if there's trades taking place or whatever, but just six and a half. Yeah, Trey Lance is going. That's happening. Next one that I really like this, again, has to do with my draft rankings on so many positions. Safeties. I hate the safety class. 
I know a lot of people like Trayvon Morwig. That's fine. Uh, it's not that I mind him too much. But, man, I have a middle to late second round grade on him, and he's my earliest safety. So I'm taking the under. No safeties taken in the first round, plus 150. I don't like this safety class at all. So bet 5 to win 750. Bet 10 to win 15. You can kind of go over those things. Those are just a couple draft specials. I have a couple more betting stuff. Uh, my, my emails have lit up big time. Reached out to my bookie and said, hey, <laughs> let's jump in, man. Let's talk about these. The people want to see it. So um, I love it. So let's go through my guys. First four rounds, offensive edition. We'll do a defensive episode later. I don't care who drafts these guys. I really, really don't. I think they're going to be successful, and I'm going to be pulling for them no matter what. In the first one in the first round, you already know. We've said his name so many different times. I don't care. Trey freaking Lance. His nickname's Smoke. Why? Because the ball freaking is it's like a rocket launcher, and it comes smoking out of his hand. I love me some Trey Lance. Um... Through one interception. <laughs> That's it. All of his game tape that we have, he was 18 to 19 years old. He's only 20. He's going to be a 20 year old rookie. Graduated high school early. Graduated college early. So smooth in the pocket. You can't find anybody to say anything negative about him. And he had a GPS tracker, as most players do. He had the highest miles per hour on a rush for any quarterback in the NFL last year if he would have been 21.54 miles per hour. That was a 44-yard touchdown against James Madison in the championship game. Um, here's the thing. I love this guy. I really, really do. Recruited to play linebacker in the Big Ten. What is not to like? And here is another clip. There's so many. Um, I love me some Justin Fields. Let's, let's go to the clip. Let's see what he can do. There it is. You knew it was coming. Play action. Nice. Steps up in the pocket. Ooh. Oh, man. He was wide open. Look at the play action and pocket press. Look at him climb the pocket here. Climb, climb. A lesser quarterback would get hit here because you got this outside blitz coming. He's at quarterback depth. Watch how he climbs the pocket. We'll see it from the other angle. He's going to climb the pocket, a double kind of shuffle forward, and keeps his eyes downfield. When a quarterback gets pressure and has to navigate in the pocket and looks down, that is a major red flag. Not here. I stay forward. People that say Trey Lance is a run-first quarterback have not watched his game film at all. Yes, they have designed runs. But this, this ain't it. I mean, look at his eyes the whole time. Steps back, creates. Man, that is... Tell me that doesn't look like Drew Brees-type footwork inside. I'm not saying he's anything like a Drew Brees, Drew Brees player. Completely different skill set. But what Drew was amazing at is just pocket navigation and climbing. Stepping away from that pressure. Gosh. Look at the hips, the shoulders. So ready to throw at any time. Always ready. This looks like a combine drill during the shuffle where they're hitting them with the bags and all those things. Oh, People that say that Trey Lance is raw, I just don't understand it. I don't know where they're reading this from. Find another quarterback that's going to navigate like that, keeping both hands on the ball. You don't see it in this draft class. Oh, it's fun, man. You feel the excitement in my voice watching the clip, but and I feel it again watching it because it's just so excited. Whenever you watch Trey Lance, he doesn't get hit. And people are like, oh, he's a running quarterback. Design runs, you're right. 
he's not one of those guys that likes to go through one read, tuck it, and run. That's just not who he is. Um, it's not who he was at all. Um, so anyway, that's Trey Lance. We've talked a lot about him. Drew has a question. Tommy Trimble stock is soaring up the boards. I, I agree with you. A lot of people really, really like Tommy, and I completely understand why. He is so fun to watch. Uh, this is a tight end slash move player, um, you know, from what's it called? I opened up the wrong document there. From uh, Notre Dame. He He's a lot of fun. <laughs> he is a whole lot of fun. And one of the things that kind of set, sets him apart from a lot of players is, man, he is a move tight end extra blocker. There's not a lot of guys like him in the sense that he's somebody that's going to go out there and kill you. Now, what do the 49ers do with him? Let's say the 49ers go get him. What, what does that even look like? You've got so many spots there. You know, I have a third round grade on Tommy Trimble, 6'3, 241. Um, not an overly speed guy, 4'6'3. He's all over the place. Um, you know, I think that he's a run blocker only. And I see you. You know, Drew, you said we drafted Warner last year. And I almost put tight end on, you know, the positions that, like, I don't think the 49ers will touch. We have we have three key tight ends. If you look at Kittle, you got Dwelly, and then you got Warner. You also have Daniel Helm, but I don't, I don't think that he's a key player. Practice squad, back and forth, whatever else. They could go, but I don't see it being a Tommy Trimble type guy. I don't want to spend a third round pick. I like Trimble. If we didn't sign Kyle Juszczyk, then I would be all about it. But you're gonna to have to get this guy in the third or fourth round, and who's who's he gonna who are you gonna put on the bench to get him in there? Is he better than Dwelly? Probably, but I don't know, man. You're you're hoping Warner takes some strides there. Um, we'll have to see what that looks like. Um, let, let's see here. Morgan says, "I wonder what a dating profile you put together." Uh, that is the floor of who you are. Looks like that is awesome. Me, the floor of who I look like, Morgan. Um, you know, I teach high school kids and they're ruthless and I love it. One of my favorite things that we do each year at the end of the year is if they would like to, I sit at the front of the room and they just kind of roast Mr. Chapman. Uh, you know, I have all my sayings that I do all the time and whatever else. It's my favorite time of the year. The little things that you don't pick up on, whatever else. So the things that I get a lot are, uh, this is going to be here, Jonah Hill and 22 Jump Street after he lost a little bit of weight but not too much weight. That's probably my favorite comment all the time. Uh, syndrome from The Incredibles, I get that a lot too. So, uh, <laughs> you know, whenever I used to golf a lot, I would get Phil Mickelson. Um, I'd get that one too. So anyway, throw some of those out there, Morgan. Yeah, I'll let you guys uh, roast away. I've got pretty thick skin, literally and figuratively. So <laughs> that's there. Um, CSL, uh, I hope you're not getting hit with the NFL copyright strikes like other football channels. Yeah, it's coming my way, man. Um, so I'm trying to be careful. Going off of some scout tape that has been shared, not the NFL actual tape. We'll have to see what happens there. I don't want to cause any problems, but kind of take that with it is. Chris, I like this question. Asante Samuel or Caleb Farley, do you think they will be available in the second round? I do. I think one, if not both, will. I can't see Caleb Farley going in the first round. If I was a first round, if I was a team picking in the first round, I'm not taking him. I would trade back, accumulate picks, then take on that risk. The talent's there. He's the number three player on my big board. Caleb Farley's special. But a year off of football and then, and then had back surgery? Ugh, I'm not touching that at all. 
Then you look at Asante Samuel. You know, I have a second-round grade on him. He's number 26 on my big board. I like him a lot. You say, wait a second, there's 32 picks. Yeah, well, I don't have 32 <laughs> players um, in, in the with a first-round grade. I have 23. So I only have 23 first-round players, and the rest fall into, you know, second, third, fourth, all the way down to seventh. So I, I love Asante Samuel, and I think he can play outside just fine. I'm not at all worried about him, you know, being a slot guy because he's smaller. Nope, it, it doesn't show in the film. And so because it doesn't show in the film, and you watch him against guys like Diami Brown, who's one of the best outside deep wide receivers in the country, he was crazy. Um, absolute crazy. And so, yeah, you, you got to kind of take that. I would love to get Asante Samuel. If Caleb Farley was there at 43, I'm okay with it. I am okay with that. But it's still going to scare the hell out of me. It's just what it is. Uh, Tommy says, what about Troy Warner? This is Fred Warner's little brother. I think that he's going to be a, a seventh rounder or undrafted free agent. And I think the 49ers, if that's the case, he'll be one of those that comes our way. Um, you're not seeing him on a lot of big boards. Obviously, we know him. We know the family. We know the work ethic. I'd love to have him. But uh, he, the problem with Troy Warner is he's kind of that safety linebacker hybrid. And those are two of our deepest positions. So that's the problem there. Um, we're loaded at both of them. We just have too many guys. Um <laughs> you take that uh you take that for whatever you want tommy what's up john uh be happy with lancerfield thank you for the gift tommy really appreciate that uh appreciate it very very kind let's move on with our players that i love my second rounder my second round kind of draft crush my guy if you will i don't think the 40 are going to draft this guy i really really don't i love it if they did this is running back from North Carolina. There's two of them. Javante Williams, the soul snatcher. I love this kid. 4.6 high school GPA, valedictorian, just absolute hard worker. Everything is about football. And when you watch his game tape, oh my gosh. It, it's like Jerome Bettis highlights, man. He is mean as hell. Here we go. Let's jump to a clip. Javante Williams, running back. I got a second round grade on him. He's fun. Let's let's see the soul snatcher. Uh, <laughs> you know, whenever I was watching a couple games with him before this, he just plows through and breaks tackles. I mean, he's just, it's mean. <laughs> Look at Javante Williams claim this safety soul. And you will sit down, sir. Golly, no idea what hit him. This is a man amongst boys. He has no regard for anybody. He plays with just complete disrespect and the leverage. Again, this is a 5'10", 220-pound running back, Javonta Williams. And he has the most broken tackles, 75 broken tackles in one year. The most ever <laughs> pro football focus has ever uh, put forth in a season at the running back position. Um, he has the highest rushing grade ever from pro football focus. It's just an absolute beast. And one little nugget, he also had a 4.6 GPA in high school, was the valedictorian. This is a well-rounded, amazing individual on and off the field. Whoever gets this guy, I'm not going to be shocked if he's the first running back taken. I want to be honest with you. I know a lot of people, it, he's so damn good. <laughs> he creates on his own. He He's just a beast. Yeah, he, he's a lot of fun. And, you know, you kind of get this idea with running backs like him, like, oh, he doesn't have speed. Wrong. <laughs> Is he a top 10 speed guy? No, but he's a 4 by 100 meter champion in high school. 
Um, you know, he, he wasn't winning individual 100 meter relays, but he was fast enough to be on a championship relay team. He, he has speed, his breakaway speeds there. And you kind of look at what he did. He had 831 yards after contact, 831 yards after contact. The guy's got it all. Um, wherever he goes, if you're a fantasy player, I'm telling you right now, Javante Williams, he's going to be a stud. So wherever you are in Dynasty or Fantasy, Javante Williams, circle that name. And trust me, you are going to be really, really excited about that. Um, Ernesto, Ernesto, I love this question. In your opinion, who is the quarterback everyone will regret passing on no matter the round or pick? This is such a fun draft. Um, and, you know, kind of the question I get the most is who's the biggest bust? Who's going to be the guy that busts? And again, it always goes back to context. If you go on a good team, you're going to be successful. If you go to a bad team with a bad coaching staff, you're going to be a bust. But if you picked up all of these quarterbacks and put them all in the same situation, here's what I believe. The biggest risk factor is Zach Wilson. He's undersized, lots of bad tape before 2020. He went ham. What was that change in 2020? Level of competition was down big time. The two games that he played against decent competition struggled pretty bad. But that live arm, the dangerous mental attitude of just going for the home run every single time. If you surround Zach Wilson, you're going to get a freak. But, but, Jets, I don't think are that situation. I love their coaching staff, but that's a terrible supporting cast. If Zach Wilson goes there, I'm worried. I don't think it's going to work out. I really, really don't. Back to your question, Ernesto. Justin Fields is just too safe. There's no risk. There's no risk. Now, Trey Lance is my guy, but Justin Fields is so damn safe. You, you have so many more starts. Versus, well, not more than Zach Wilson. He had a two-year starter. So many more starts against quality opponents running a complex system. He can do it with his arm. The most accurate quarterback amazing physical body, can take hits. There's no question, if you put Justin Fields anywhere on any team, I think he's going to be successful. Now, you surround him with a team like the 49ers, for example, sky's the limit. So uh, the, the guy that I think we're going to look back and say, oh, man, can you believe they took this guy instead of that guy? It's Zach Wilson, and it's Justin Fields. It's it just the narratives just make too much sense, and they're being, and he's being overlooked. He's being overlooked. Now, the 49ers, obviously, the betting sites, they believe they're going Justin Fields. I tend to agree with that. Uh, Trey Lance is who I want the pick to be, but if it's Justin Fields, nobody's going to be more excited than I am. Um, Will, I, I like Michael Carter in the third. I'm with you, man. Uh, I have a low second-round grade on Michael Carter. I have a high second-round grade on his teammate, Javante Williams. Michael Carter is the shiftiest LaShawn McCoy-type man just all the way over the place. His highlights are, woo, they are fun for a different reason. You got Javante Williams running people over. Then you got Michael Carter juking them out of their, their jock strap. So a little bit of you know thunder and lightning-type approach there. Now let's go to my third round. I like this kid. I like this kid a lot. Wide receiver out of Oklahoma State. Tylen Wallace. I got a third round grade on him. I want to put a second round grade on him, but there's just some things kind of holding him back. I think that he is a great football player who happens to play wide receiver. Now, what do I mean by that? He's a good wide receiver. 5'11", 194, ran a 4'4", 940. He's all over the place. But man, 
72 inch wingspan, 6.973 cone. He he's one of those guys. He was an elite track runner. Okay, elite track runner. He jumped almost 50 foot in the triple jump um, in South Hills out of Fort Worth. Ran a 21.7 in the 200 meter. The dude is just an athlete. I don't care what sport it is, whether it's basketball, football, badminton. This guy's going to put up some great numbers. He's just he's a competitor and he's mean as hell. Huge yak guy. Um, let's jump to a clip right here. This is Tylen Wallace. I think this clip was against Texas, if my memory serves me correctly. But you just see, he's a yak guy. That's his specialty. But the way he twists his body in the air, man, he is just too damn good and too clean a prospect for the third round. Very 49ers-esque guy. Whenever you look at the mentality, he's tough. He's mean. He wants to run over people. And again, yak, yak, yak here. Oh, tried. Stacked him with ease. Oh, look at him adjust to the ball. Golly. Great job here. Nice outside release. Not stacking them too well. Corners in phase. Looking back to the ball. Look at the adjustment, man. That back shoulder fade is almost impossible to guard unless you're playing against a corner that has elite ball skills and looks back to the quarterback. Corner never looks back. Amazing body adjustment there by Tylen Wallace. Golly. Love this guy's take, man. Wish he had a little bit more shake, a little bit more wiggle, but physicality-wise, he is as tough as they get in this draft. To be able to adjust your body there. Look at the hands. Whew. That's a hell of a catch. Let's see it from the other side here. Tylen Wallace, man. I like him more than most. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ooh, look at that. Look at the adjustment, the concentration, flipping his hips around as the ball's in the air. That's pretty damn good. Um, you know, I've got a third round grade on this kid. I, I really, really like him. Some people might have him as early as second. Man, you see him just jump around. Ooh, I like him. And I, I think he's going to fit, 
You know, you could put him in the 49ers offense so easily because he could play outside, he could play slot, uh, he could go back and forth. The 49ers do that with all their wide receivers. Uh, he fits kind of what they want. So third round, if he falls that far, which some wide receivers have to, there's too many damn good wide receivers this draft. Uh, Tylen Wallace, I've got a third round grade on him. I like him. He would fit perfectly. And here's here's my comp. Like I, his three cone came back good. It's sub seven. That, that's that's elite. But I don't see a lot of shiftiness on game tape. So I was pretty shocked by his pro day. Tylen Wallace, we're talking about here. My comp for him before his pro day was a mini DK Metcalf. Yeah, he's five eleven, one ninety four, but he's compact. He's a vertical, just man. You just want to stretch the field and you want him to bully people. That's what he does. I really, really do like this kid. And I think that again, you put once you get into the third round, you know, you're out of day one, you know, now you're in the back end of day two. You could find, you can nitpick and take stuff off these guys, but that's not what it's about. What can he do? This is somebody you can line up everywhere. Four years starting, four years. With Oklahoma State. Listen to his yards per catch average. 15.6, 16.9, 17.0, 17.3. This is a big play machine. You put him wherever you want him, he's going to be successful. And he's so physical up front against press. Oh, my gosh. Please press this kid. So if you want to move him to the slot, you could. But, man, I kind of want to – I like him outside because, again, you know, if you go to Kyle Shanahan's interpretation of an outside wide receiver or an X or a true number one, he says a true number one wide receiver is somebody that can press the field vertically. It's not about size. It's about forcing teams to roll the safety over the top. He has that. So I like the versatility. I like where he's at. Um, I love it, man. Uh, so that that's Tyler Wallace, wide receiver, Oklahoma State. Brandon, what's up, man? Brandon Zenos, uh, he says, glad you're still at it, John. Brandon was one of the first people, man, uh, listening to the 49ers rush and just a big fan of his. And I really want to say appreciate it, man. Thank you, Brandon. I think he won one of our giveaways a long time ago. Maybe not. Um Let's get to the last of my guys. We're only going through four rounds. And I got to say at the wide receiver position, I dove pretty heavy into the wide receiver position. And I've, I've got too many <laughs> probably. Let's see here. Just to kind of run through these, okay? These are my rounds where I grade them. I have three first-round wide receivers. I have five second-round wide receivers. I have five third-round wide receivers. I have four fourth round wide receivers, three fifth rounders, and one seventh rounder. So if we're staying in the fourth round, there is a guy that I just think is one of the best players on the field. He's not fast, six foot, 209 out of Wake Forest. Talk about Sage Surratt, baby. His name's Sage. Come on, man. He is a contested catch superstar. Back to the conversation I said earlier. You, you find these guys. We're in the fourth round. I have a fourth round grade on them. What can he do? Does it translate? You bet your rear end it does. My player comp for Sage Sherratt is one of my favorite player comps. It's Charles Barkley. This dude is a body-to-body, just freaking contested catch stud. You put him in the red zone right off the bat. This is a guy that's going to get four to five touchdowns every year regardless. Um, he is a first down contested catch, just bully, hell of a player. This is Sage Surratt. 
All right, back with another breakdown. This is going to be an interesting one. We're going to be breaking down wide receiver Sage Surratt uh, from Wake Forest, big-bodied wide receiver, 6'3", 215. And, you know, we're going to start off – we're going to jump around this film a little bit, but you're going to see from the start this very first play, he is a contested catch physical kind of Des Bryant type guy. Um, he's not a separation guy. He's a big physical bully that does not have to get open to be successful. Um, sat out the 2020 season. So we're watching some 2019 film, but you can see here, man, like <laughs> every single play people are just hitting each other and he does not need a window to go get the ball. I think he kind of fits that big slot role. He played predominantly the X, you know, in this offense for Wake Forest, and he was the entire offense. Um, and, and you could just kind of see, I mean, this guy, he caught 18 out of 30 contested catches, which is nuts <laughs> in 2019. Usually if you, you see a guy with over 10 contested catches, you label him as, you know, a, a stud, ball skills, physical wide receiver. He's got 18 out of 30. This guy, I mean, you can see he's completely draped over him. And this play is not an anomaly. You're going to see this all the time. It, one of my favorite things about Sage Surratt, and I think you can see a pattern here, High school football player of the year in the state of North Carolina. All right, that's cool. He's a wide receiver. I get it. Oh, that's not all. He was the high school basketball player of the year in North Carolina. They could play some ball there. And it translates to the football field. On top of that, guess what? Also valedictorian. It takes a lot to get into Wake Forest. It's not an easy school. This guy, again, what are some of the things that translate through all four of these players, and I, this is right now coming to my mind, intelligence. Trey Lance, graduated high school early, college early. <laughs> you look at Javante Williams, guess what? Yep, valedictorian. You look at Tylen Wallace, four-year starter, graduated, took care of his business. Sage Sherratt, valedictorian. Plus, all of them are physical, imposing players. Not because of size. Sage Sherratt, six foot 209. There, there's not a lot there. But when you watch his game tape, the way in which he imposes his will against the defender, he was the best player. Their entire offense, Wake Forest, you watch one of their games, their entire offense goes through Sage Surratt. Everything does. It's, it's not like he's just a guy. No, no, no. He's the guy. And so you can definitely see some of the things that come out in me um, with preferences and what I'm looking for. I'm looking for intelligence. I'm looking for toughness. And I'm looking for something that you can go to and you could say, when things break down, I can do this. And all four of these guys have that. Uh, man, I, I didn't even make the comparison. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to pick all smart players and all physical players, but that's just who I am. That, that's the style of football that I enjoy as a coach, as a player, as a fan. And I think it translates to the NFL level. Now, uh, so hopefully you guys have enjoyed today. Got to say this again. Draft book is out. This is huge. Biggest work of the year that I do. So many hours. Head over. Patreon.com. Go check it out. I know I talk about it all the time. Got like 170 people over there. And I want to say thank you to those that have been supportive. But if you're one of the people that listen to this podcast over and over again, thank you. Man, please keep listening. Join us on draft day. Go check it out. If you don't like it, I'll pay you back. So if you go over there, you subscribe, you download it, I hate this, you cancel, I'll pay you back. Guaranteed. Like, 
I do this because I love this. And I truly do believe in my product, not because I'm smart or because whatever else. No, because I work. Because I work so damn hard on this. And so if you go check it out, you don't like it, message me. Hey, John, you don't have to be rude or whatever else to say. John, checked out, you know, Patreon, didn't like it. Sorry, man, wasn't for me. I'll, I'll, I'll Venmo you the money. I'll do whatever it takes because... One, I want you to keep supporting the podcast, whether even if it's just through downloads or watching or participating, comments, whatever. But I think that this is something that will benefit people watching the draft and their team. So that's there. Thank you for everybody and all the support. It's crazy how much this podcast has grown. Uh, we're going to be doing at least two podcasts, the rest up until the draft. We're going to be live days one and two in the draft. You got to be there for us. We need you there. Thank you guys so much. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.